Hey everyone, welcome back to Creative BTS. This is Brian Boucher. And today I am really excited to welcome on Ollie Hudson, who's going to tell us all about how businesses can better utilize TikTok. Ollie, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Brian. Um, looking forward to digging into this. Um, yeah, well, your Twitter, bio, your Twitter bio says that uh, you're building UK's leading TikTok growth agency, spending over a million, uh, or I guess pounds, right? Not dollars. I got to convert that since I moved to since I moved over to the UK yeah. per month um, with For You Advertising. You're the founder of Soar With Us. But do you want to give us a little bit more about your professional background? Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, I've been, been working in the digital marketing space for probably about seven years now. I got into it whilst I was at university through a friend, um, just starting our own e-commerce stores whilst we were whilst we were at uni, um, selling kind of clothing, fashion items, um, kind of scaled that up and actually ended up getting it a bit wrong in terms of private labeling and shipping over in bulk from China when we were 19. <laughs> Didn't really know how complicated a process that was and how, how many issues we'd run into, um, being very like naive 19 year olds. Um, then from there, when, when that didn't kind of work out, I did, I did a lot of the marketing for that and obviously got into Facebook ads as a, as a main revenue driver. From there, kind of decided to set up Saw With Us, the agency, uh, which is now at about 23 people. Um, so we've been working on that for about two and a half years um, with my co-founder. And then over the last kind of 12 months, we launched For You Advertising because we got onto the TikTok uh, ads platform pretty early through Saw and just noticed how much of a, a, a blue ocean it is in terms of a lot of brands and businesses being kind of scared to jump on, not really knowing how to execute the ins and outs and what makes it different. Um, so just positioning ourselves as like very, very specific to that and, and, and helping and helping people take advantage of the massive opportunity that TikTok presents. Um, it's like early stage Instagram on there, very, very high growth, very undersaturated. So yeah, it's been a wild ride since then, getting a lot of a lot of interest working with some really cool companies. Well, you said seven years of experience, and that made me realize, like, okay, the maximum time anyone can be an expert in TikTok ads is what, like, three years? It's such it's such a new space. Two, yeah, two, two and a half. So it's um, so yeah, we were early, but yeah, you guys were you guys were super early. Um, so what really kind of you say that's early Instagram, you saw some traction on TikTok as you had kind of your agency that you were doing a lot more Instagram ads with or Facebook ads. What makes TikTok unique as a platform? Um, a few things. I think right now it's unique in terms of its supply and demand. It's got a huge supply of, of ad space and attention and a low demand of advertisers. Um, so there's a massive opportunity to, to get on there and, and get huge reach for very low cost if you get it right on both the organic and pay side. Mm -hmm. I think most, more like fundamentally what makes it different is firstly the algorithm. Um, so how you see content on, on TikTok is based on what's called a content graph rather than a social graph. So mm -hmm. on all of your other in Instagram, et cetera, you, you see content based on who you follow. Whereas TikTok is completely democratized. It's, it's basically you see content that performs well. The algorithm optimizes to your interests. It, it, it applies. Um, it, it learns from what you engage with. It learns from what you like, what you watch, uh, and, then, and then shifts over time towards, towards, towards your interests and, and engagement. Um, so I think that makes it very unique from an organic perspective, the ability to kind of 
it's a it's a it's the best content wins almost like it, it doesn't matter if you've got 10 followers or 100,000 if you put out good content you will get in front of targeted people and you'll get in front of hundreds of thousands of people um, which can be frustrating aside, if you're someone with hundreds yeah. of thousands of followers and you put out a, piece, a bad piece of <laughs> yeah. content and get a hundred views a thousand views that can be pretty frustrating yeah yeah i, I think for, I, you're probably best positioned on the organic side to answer this but um how, do you find like I feel like for me, followers don't mean quite as much as Instagram, but they still give you a great oh, no. leg up in terms of getting that kickstart. Absolutely. Yep. I would describe it that way. It's, it's very different where if I had 300,000 YouTube subscribers, you know, I'd be doing YouTube full time and making millions probably. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's a very different worth per follower, but you're right. It does give you a really nice kickstart at the front. So I, my content gets more of a chance, I would say. And then the long tail is there. So eventually my followers will get to my content. So like old, old videos can sometimes pop off and start going viral yeah, and get yeah. the traction. But yeah, it's, you know, I'll put out a video and it'll get 200 views. I'm like, wow, like it's, it's really, yeah. it's optimizing for the content, just like you said, rather than the followers. Yeah, I think. I feel like you, 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 your following gets you past. We, we try to try and mental model the algorithm as like a talent show of various audience sizes. So yep. your first one will be like your four panel on American Idol, and then your second one will be like uh, an X Factor audition where you're in front of a fifty thousand, then a, then one hundred and fifty thousand, then a million. So I feel like the following can get you past those first two benchmarks, yep. but you're still not going to get past that kind of into that virality unless you are just hitting hitting with great great content. I think of it more um, as a daily lottery where I'll submit my ticket, my video, <laughs> and it, sometimes it'll go off and sometimes it'll die. Yeah. Uh, but let's, I really, I'm interested in the, the first thing you said about ads, where there's a lot more demand than supply right now for ads. So what do you think is prevent, did I get that the right way? Who knows? The audience will figure it out. Um, there's, what makes you think uh, of why businesses aren't participating more doing TikTok ads and why there is the huge supply of viewers, but which, which way is it, Ollie? I'm, I, it's a huge it's supply of people like there's a huge supply of people users. that want content yep and yeah. not as much demand not, that's yeah exactly that's why the algorithm is as well like you can get millions of views on a video right now because not if you compare instagram where there's theme pages there's reposters yep. people are just slamming content out there's there's way more content on instagram than there is consumers so in order to get like traction and organic reach you have to be putting out like banger after banger over and over again everything has to be like crazy good whereas tiktok it's like there isn't as many there isn't as many content producers right now that will yeah. change over time as more people as people mass adopt it but um and start actually being producers rather than consumers uh but at the moment yeah there's a huge opportunity are you Same saying that the on the you're seeing that on the advertising side as well where there's not that many Both. advertisers yeah 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 In what do you think is preventing like saturation point the saturation, yeah. yeah. What do you think is preventing businesses from participating in TikTok ads or investing their budget into it? I think it's um, a few, probably depending on the size of the business, depends on why they're not jumping on. I feel like for for, for smaller scale companies, it's probably a budget or lack of understanding uh, or resource. So we, we speak to quite a lot of people who don't have the capability in-house to produce organic content or paid content. Uh, we also, a lot of the people we work with have the ability to produce kind of Instagram native content, but don't have the the knowledge of the algorithm or the or the knowledge of what works on TikTok to make content that works for the ads on TikTok. So it's it's so content driven the ad platform as well. Like you you've got to test your content like you would your ad strategy. 
find angles and hooks that work for you and then scale spend behind those. And I think without expertise and spend like almost living and breathing the platform, you, you, you're not in touch with trends, best practices, mm-hmm. how to position those hooks. Um, so I think that side, and then for like the, the bigger, the really big companies, that a lot of them that have only, only got onto Facebook, Instagram in the last three years, because I think we one of our team had a, had a conversation with a really, really big multi-billion pound um, sports brand. Um, and they're just like afraid of it. Like it's almost like yeah. they don't want to, it's dangerous for someone of that size to go on and execute poorly because they can risk getting like canceled and all sorts if they don't do it correctly. Um, yeah. So that they, they, won't, they won't get onto it for a while, I don't think. Um, yeah, I think it's daunting. It's like a lot yeah. of people don't have that TikTok expertise it's kind of how a lot of people on Reddit, like Reddit has a very uh, specific yeah. community. And if you violate the rules, people come down on you harshly. And it's kind of similar on TikTok where you really have to know TikTok and go on those trends. And I can see why yeah. it's intimidating and it's risky for businesses to go on. Um, so you, you mentioned a lot about why the creative is so unique and kind of how you have to nail that creative, how it has to be a TikTok. And I think that's one of the best ad campaigns, by the way, is make TikToks, not ads. Amazing yeah, from TikTok. So what type of creative do you really see working on TikTok? What makes that TikTok content unique? I think it stems from the platform itself. So f- for me, and I'd be interested to know if you, you, if you align with this, um, like for us, it's not a social media, it's an entertainment platform right now. Mm-hmm. Like it's not being used as a social media app in the same way as Instagram like for, and, and, and other channels like Facebook. Like you're not engaging with people on platform as much. Certainly when I use it, the only thing I really do is share videos. And most of the time I do that with a URL to someone's, to a group chat or something. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's not got that kind of social engagement to the same level as Instagram. It's more of like people are going on there to, for like escapism, for scrolling, for, to be yeah. entertained with short form video. Um, so that's uh, something that has to come through in, in successful ad content. Like you have to entertain first and then sell second, which is make, make, don't make ads, make TikToks, which is like, you need to be making entertaining content that sells your product off the back of that. Um, and I think nailing that's important. So you, you can test more like traditional UGC concepts, which is like demos of products with a really strong hook, like maybe a wow factor hook, and then you demo the products in terms of how it will be used and show the benefits and solutions. Um, so that's one angle you can go down. You can go down like trends. So really leveraging trend videos, like they can do crazy well. Yeah. And then you could also- Shrek in the sky, like, you know, yeah, like Shrek in the sky, like... spa- <laughs> my head floating around in space. Yeah like just stupid, stupid, almost stupid content. Like that we find, you'll sometimes find that like, you, you'll usually see the brands that kill it, find like one or two angles that work for them. So the yeah. one that I keep referencing recently is there's a back cracker going around, which is like this, it's oh, like yeah. this curved object you lay down on backwards and it cracks the difference, all the back. With the different settings that go higher and higher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the, the guys, the video that's popped and the guy's scaled so much spend behind it. It's just a guy like laying backwards on it. And then this deep moan like noise, <laughs> which is obviously like a joke, but yeah. because it's like, it kind of captures what the experience of using the products in like a funny entertaining way. So yeah. that's, that's, that, that ad's just popped. It's done so well. Um, You're right on the trends it, though. I feel like the TikTok yeah. community appreciates when a brand or a company uses a trend and, and puts their angle on it. And as opposed to a lot of others where like, if I see it on Twitter, I'm like, ah, you're trying too hard, but you appreciate that they're, that they're participating in the TikTok trend. 
yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's that authenticity. Like we find that the brands who are getting the best results on the platform are the ones that are so if we if we're if we're executing on paid and we're putting out content it's also like the engagement with the community yeah like you you can build a community on there with like comment replies replying to comments with videos um doing q a's yeah. uh doing live shopping events doing just live streams in general and it's having that authenticity showing that you're in touch with them as people in terms of people who use the platform all the time with those trends and tapping into those um, that is a big lever as well. We found um, like the comments is a very wild place on yeah. there, but you've got to kind of just take it and clap back on people, like get involved. Yeah. Don't be scared to be quite brash and abrasive. Um, obviously don't take it too far, but like you can get some really, get some really good results there. Um, you can only comment community. and drive your community and followers. I think like the Detroit Lions NFL team is the the CEO of, of commenting on everything where they've kind of yeah. built their brand on, we will be in your comments. We will be participating and they've yeah, driven yeah. a lot of their success from that. 100%, 100%. And I think that's, that's, people like that. I think people like to engage with companies. They don't want it to be seen as like a faceless entity that they just buy products from anymore. Um, so I think authenticity sells on that side as well. Uh, so you mentioned the Batcracker, which is definitely more e-commerce, like something for the consumer. Yeah. What type of companies do you see are getting success right now on TikTok? Or do you see software products launching their features like that and doing the value statements? Do you see B2B or is it mostly e-commerce direct to consumer right now? So we work mainly with e-commerce and some SaaS companies mm -hmm. um, and some apps. Apps kill it at the moment. It's just so native to download an app yeah. on, on TikTok. It feels very native anyway, even more, even more native than Facebook. Um, but in terms of, I, I'm a quite, I'm a big believer that anyone, any like, if you're a company, you should be executed on there because of how the algorithm works. Like, if someone is interested in your product, you've got a really good ch chance of getting in front of them. It's a little bit more difficult for for super super niche products because the community just isn't that isn't big enough yet. But if you're yeah. so, for example, if you're a B two B commerce solution, you've just got to accept that the audience for that is always going to be fairly niche right now on that platform. Yeah. Um, but but if you're say for sake of argument selling like a running product, like there's a huge community about there's a lot of like subcultures in platform. Yeah. And some of the targeting options like hashtag targeting can allow you to tap into that subculture and really be super dialed in on, on that. Mm -hmm. You've also got what's called whitelisting. So Spark ads, you can, if you work with a creator, you can pull their, their, their ad and target their audience as well. So you can, you can get, you can infiltrate like those subcultures quite easily if you go, if you go down that route. Um, but yeah, I think like, any business can have success if they execute correctly and, and, because they, their audience, due to the way the algorithm works on the organic side, should should see their content if they if they put it out and it's it's created well and in line with the best practices. Yeah, I think that's another part of it is daunting to get onto TikTok and kind of be a part of that community on the brand side, so they don't participate. But it's also a lot of them don't realize the audience on TikTok. They think it's Gen Z or it's only kids, where it has a huge, pretty diverse audience now. And I think yeah, there's more and more state, you know, more and more data coming out that it's every demographic is pretty much on TikTok at this point. Yeah, it's shifting up, definitely. Always, I feel like that's the only way to grow a social media is like start young and growth and infiltrate through. You very rarely find that a social media app will go in at like 30 year olds and then spread. Yeah, um, yeah. I so can tell you that's it, true as a 30 year old. 
<laughs> yeah, well, yeah, 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 there's no yeah. there's no one targeting me necessarily for a specific yeah, over like, 30 app it's like if you if parents see the kids on it they start jumping on it to make sure it's safe like they get into that and it's an addictive platform and i'm sure like you you probably know and i'm sure people watching like it is i try to stay off it because it's you can just find <laughs> yourself in this like as addictive as as anything it's just quick quick release dopamine of those entertaining videos um you have to be diligent about like, all right, I'm going to spend 30 minutes like sourcing ideas or like making it more research. work focused. Yeah. Doing research. <laughs> yeah. And then I got to get off. The timer's got to expire. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think anyone should be on it. It's like, it's like, if, it is kind of round two of when Instagram first came out. Like yeah. people were like, oh, I mean, it's a little, I feel like the adoption will come quicker because we've already been through that kind of early stage social media cycle. Like it's not a new concept having a new platform, but mm-hmm it's still like if you people were debating Instagram that every, every week that went by, you should have just started executing and then perfected it over time rather than trying to think of the perfect formula of how to execute first, mm-hmm. just get on there, learn, spend Test time on the out. platform and then create content. And you'll just get that. You, every failure will, will give you a learning and like what analyze, why did that not work? Why did yeah. one work? And then go from there. Yeah. Uh, so you went viral on Twitter for sharing kind of your creative process of putting the ads together, running the ads on TikTok. Do you just want to walk through your creative process and kind of uh, the process that you found work really effectively as you're running these ads on TikTok? Yeah, definitely. Um, so we, we we work with businesses on on twofold. We, we, we work with them on sourcing content via creators because we, um, we think that's a far better option than than doing something in-house yeah actors yeah because by using people who spend all day on the platform you get to expedite your learning process around trends around best practices um they're also naturals on camera most of the time and they come up with tons of ideas so we 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 basically work we source we have a network ourselves and then we'll source specific partnerships for the companies we work with based on what the campaign goals are yeah we'll work all right so that's created I'm going to break this up because I'm looking at the lucid chart now. It's very complex. I'm going to break it down for the audience. Step one, source creators. Do you have a process for sourcing and contacting those creators that you've seen work well? Yeah. So we, we have, um, so we, we have a bit of a, like a, a, I'd call it a roster of, of a ton of creators that we've we've worked with before. So we'll split out that outreach. We'll, we'll usually use that for 50% and then we'll actually be like, right. Okay. We'll do a profile on the company and we'll go and go into platform and just find another 50% of, of that content that is very specific to them and build partnerships on the business's behalf. Mm-hmm. Um, then for that process, yeah, we have outreach, an outreach process. We have like a relationship building, building a contract. Um, you just DM them set, on TikTok, uh, go through their, whatever email they provide. We usually do that email, Instagram, like it can take a little bit of time to get in touch with these. Like if you're doing, if you're needing someone specific, but most people are pretty receptive to that. They're not getting loads of DMs and they're not getting a ton of, like it's not monetized to the level of Instagram and it's hard for them to make money in comparison. So they're not more receptive to the outreach. What's your pitch? Uh, Just like pretty straightforward. Yeah, just like we, we, we usually pitch it as like uh, we work with a number of different businesses in X sector. Um, I can I can probably tend to put a template in the show notes if you want. If that's oh, great. Useful. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, just because um, a lot of people are hesitant of like, oh, what do I say when I reach out to these creators? Just keep it simple. We try and move it off platform onto like a WhatsApp conversation. So it's a okay. bit more personal. 
like treat them as a, I think just treating them as a person, like a personal relationship rather than transactional builds like a, builds like a really good, gets great feedback from them from what we've seen and and they get a lot more value and go the extra mile. Um, We also said we, yeah. Okay. You also said. Whilst that's going on, whilst that's going on, we, we, we build like scripts um mm-hmm. angles so we'll script out like 10 10 12 angles for each company we work with based on trends or more like traditional ugc um and what you mean by angle build, is kind of your approach to that trend or that like whatever product it is or brand you kind of try to find what they're into that trend would be yeah exactly like an angle would be so unboxing might be an angle um us versus them so a comparison with another product might be oh, an angle a um what else could we do whatever those hooks uh, are x what? like yeah x benefits for y price is another one that's quite quite good like mm-hmm. the, yeah like what is the hook of the content what are we going to lead with what's the what's the macro concept of that video and then for that we'll test different hooks and slight variations got it um with the creators script. so so you source the creators you come up with a bunch of scripts with the creators and kind of they kind of help you with the angles as well um, yeah, it's a bit of back and forth. We'll usually try and find people for products that like have actual uses because then it's very authentic. Like say yeah. we're selling, say with a weighted blanket, for example, we'll try and find someone who actually uses that or has the use case because it because the connect, connect the connection with the audience is much better. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll script those out. We'll build like a, we build like a 20 ish page deck for each partner, which goes mm-hmm. through positioning what we do say what we don't say competitors examples uh, what we want from them exact deliverables time frames all of that we send that across that gives them like as much information as ne- is needed for the product yeah we'll ship the product directly from the client to them they'll then produce the content we'll do a couple of very a, a couple of um review rounds make sure it's perfect and then we'll pull that across to the the profile and we try and run on like a weekly content cadence. So we're getting X amount of content in every week for our, yeah. for the partners and then testing that in a structured way on the ad side. What are you finding for how long you'll keep an ad going or how fast are you iterating on that creative if something's performing or not performing? So we iterate pretty fast, but we cannot, but the, the, the like length of time that something will perform varies a lot. Like if you find an ad that, that really works and an angle that really works for your company, you can put six figures of spend behind that ad a month. Just one, um, one ad, just one create one creative. The only thing you wow. have to do is like, so you can use that creative and just change the first three seconds and you can make that creative last infinitely longer. Yeah. The, the biggest lever on TikTok is the first three seconds. If you mm-hmm. like people are scrolling, if you stop the scroll, you've done half of the hard, you've done the hard work. Like yeah. people are going to, people will start to stay and watch that video. So just use it one piece of content with changing the, changing the angle, changing the hook, sorry, or maybe changing the sound from robot voice to spoken or changing the text, changing smaller details about that can, can give it like, like can give it way more legs it can run for for weeks longer um but we test we test relentlessly like every week we're testing new angles and then we'll iterate on the ones that work and scale the spend up behind those are there any ads that you've worked on that you can share that you have seen oh wow this one's performing way better let's pour more money behind this one uh i can't i could do i could probably provide a few links in the, in the description as well okay. um if that's all right I, I don't have any to hand right now but um or your favorite one you've run like that, <laughs> that you can share. It's, yeah. It's usually the case of find like, 
for, for every business we work with, once you've found a two, one or two angles and one or two hooks that work, it, it becomes the, the process becomes a lot easier. It's that testing of the content side, um, which people don't do a lot, which people haven't done enough of in, yeah. in general. Like people on Facebook would always look for like the, the ads, the, the actual ad buying is the problem rather than just working on like the, the way they're positioning the product or the content. Got it. Um, so yeah, I can, I can provide some examples as well. Sure. And then, so stop the scroll. First big goal, obviously, get someone to actually watch the video with those first three seconds. Have you found any CTA hooks that actually drives people to purchase or click off of TikTok? Because that's one of the hardest things too. They want to be entertained. They want to keep scrolling. How do you actually get them to take an action? Yeah. Um, just quickly before we go into that, oh, just, yeah. I want to add back to the to the ad inspiration. If people don't know, you could there is an ad inspiration section um for tiktok it's called tiktok ads i think it's tiktok ads inspiration uh i can't remember it tiktok it's like top ads library okay um which is which is super useful it how we, we a lot of our companies get featured in there it's basically the highest performing auction ads on tiktok um by industry by region by campaign objective so oh nice you can you can really dive into that and and get some inspo if you if you're really new to the platform and looking Did for ideas does tiktok provide that or is that a third party yeah that's tiktok I'll just, okay nice just yeah, i'll, I'll include that so can, yeah so tiktok um, yeah, shares that's it's nice. great pulls everything through um so there's quite a couple few companies we work with to get featured on there but it, if, if you're new to tiktok ads and wondering like how to get success i think just scrolling down that page for a minute will show you just how different they are to, to other platforms just with the the way that the way some of the stuff that works is funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's back to your other question. In terms of call to action, um, so so in terms like early earlier on when we've when we've kind of, over the last kind of six twelve months we've been we've been doing a lot of TikTok specific codes. So like use code TikTok ten. Yeah. Um, TikTok twenty. That those seem to get really really good throughput because people on the platform feel like they're getting something exclusive, like early adopter mentality um that works really well i think in terms of getting the getting people off plat off the off platform onto your website the, the main thing is just is just demonstrating like the the benefit of our solution that your product provides very like very black and white mm. like if you can make if you can tap into people's like fundamental desires um there's many marketing desires that we use like psychological desires of a, of a, of a human if you mm -hmm. can make your content resonate with that then people will want to take action if you're not getting the traction in terms of clicks to your website then your content's not good enough um you can't you the way you've structured the body of your video and the way you've actually put that call to action in place and framed it it's just not strong enough mm -hmm. um so basically so yeah, any any ad principles, but make it something that's, you know, the code or the early access is kind of the hook to make them feel special. Yeah. You don't, you don't need to use a code. We don't on a lot of com campaigns and still mm -hmm. get great through, but, but if you want to like get a kickstart, then that's an easy way to, to ensure you get some, some good results. Um, I'll give you a greater chance of getting good results. But yeah, if you're, if you're thinking, oh, my campaign's not getting any clicks, well, it's your content's just not good enough. Um, it's, it's the same as like if you're not getting organic traction like your content's just not good enough you need to work on your content you need to yeah. or just like, the first three seconds need to be yeah. worked on <laughs> yeah exactly could be great hiding behind those first three seconds that don't hook you in <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. 
how do you combine your ad campaigns with organic content? So do you recommend that your clients also produce organic content so that people can go to their profile and see that they're actually active or what's your usual recommendation there? So yeah, we, good question. We, we post all of our ads on organic as well. Okay. So it's, it's, it's a bit different to Instagram where some of your paid campaigns may be completely separate to what your organic feed is showing. Um, we run spark ads, which are, ads a bit like a Facebook or Instagram page post. Your ad is linked to the organic profile. Okay, um, nice. it's, it's linked to the piece of content and it's also got your website call to action at the bottom. Um, the reason we do this is because if, you, if you're running a Spark ad and someone clicks on that to your profile, you can then sell to them like another 10 times with 10 more pieces of content. Yeah. Um, so we'll start there. And then if we find a winning creative, we'll then take it off into the ads platform, which is a dark post that that if you post through the ads platform, it doesn't get put onto the, the, the organic, but yeah. it still links to your website. Whenever we're changing hooks or changing small things within a video, we'll run those as dark posts. So you don't end up with like, uh, yeah, a ton of the same 10 variations of the same thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in terms of like trying to find those testing, those like more macro concepts we run on, on the profile and then you get crazy follower growth as well. Yeah. Um, Which always helps. It helps to have a profile yeah. behind the ads because there's so many ads I saw being run early on where you try to go to their profile and they have nothing, just the name, no yeah. video. And they're spending millions on spend getting something out with Dua Leap or some other celebrity. Crazy. To yeah. Me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's social proof as well. People are, people yeah. are, everyone's a, sh a sheep to a degree. Like people like to follow people or like to have that trust element there. Yeah. It's the community. It's like, um, oh, they're participating in this community. Yeah, they're not just exactly. sending me an ad. Exactly. So we, in terms of the organic, we do obviously, so we post our content there, but we also do push for that internal, um, internal kind of supplementary content. And it's one very homo homogenous kind of um, platform is what we try and make it. So the, and we could, we, we are looking to support more with that process and helping people find creators to lead that for them if they don't have the resource internally. But it's, I, I, for me, it's not that, effective to outsource like comment replies if yeah. you're a business that can do a lot of behind the scenes content people love that like the office culture yeah. how products are made manufacturing process like founder stories employees introductions like all of that stuff that 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 is very easy and low effort to produce for a business like people love watching and it builds more of it, it builds more of authenticity and resonance with the brand and you'll get better results so we push for that yeah yeah that's great well that's an incredible breakdown um, we're running out of time here. So one more question. Yeah, no, this is a little good. bit more forward looking. What's next for TikTok? Any trends you see? Anything that's going to majorly change in the next three, six months? Uh, they're, they're iterating on features a ton at the moment. So they're, they're every every week. So they've just brought out stories. All the mass, the mass yeah. rollout of stories is this is just started this month. Um, live shopping, which was kind of brought out in Q4 last year, is coming mm -hmm. back like next month. Oh, wow. I think that, so from TikTok is moving towards, in, in, the organic side will always be there. They're bringing out longer form videos as well, which is an interesting yep. change. Um, Should I put this whole bit, 10 minute slice of this video up on TikTok? See what, see what happens? Yeah, yeah, uh, see what happens. Um, I think the main thing for me though, from, a, from like a, a, a D2C or business perspective is their move towards being like an all-in-one commerce platform. So. They're building on their live shopping and native shopping experiences a lot. They're very bullish on it internally. So 
the, the, the live shopping experience, if you haven't had it yet, is, is, is pretty like it's wild man. and it's wild and, and it's massive in China. Like yeah, China crazy. and the Eastern culture drives so much of their the value through, through live stream sales. Um, so I think that'll be huge through 2022. Um, and then I also think, what was it? Oh, like, yeah, they're moving towards trying to trying to build like an Amazon behind the scenes, like having stock held in the platform almost oh, for wow. some retailers. And it's it's quite it's quite a, a, a cool transition. So I think that side content, I've got no idea. The content, yeah, who the knows? Trend, it's the hard trend to predict. Side, who, who, who knows what's going to happen on the trend side? Like it would be, I, I I just I just feel like it makes me realize how funny most how funny the world is. Whenever I go on there, there's people just doing funny stuff. Yeah. stupid stuff all the time um so yeah i think the content side will just continue to evolve um with with society i think I yeah feel. yeah absolutely actually you get a bonus last question are you on tiktok are you producing ollie content ollie talk i'm not yet no i, oh. I need to i need to produce so yeah i feel like a um i need to start putting out content it's just like finding that angle for marketing i feel like yeah. it's quite niche trying to go after e-commerce or, or like dtc or or direct tiktok ads information um on there so it's like, like i feel like more marketing holistic content would be good um, yeah and it's for me it's a time constraint right now but i would love to i want to start executing. or you can just uh you know throw up a green screen photo of your viral yeah. tweets and just point at it you know who knows who knows what will work on <laughs> yeah TikTok. that's a good idea actually <laughs> a lot of people are doing that like reddit stories is a big theme page yeah. like killing it with just reposting stuff yeah, um, I think that's a good way to learn it as well. Like theme pages, like just get if you if you're scared to, to start learn. posting yourself, just like start posting, reposting content, start making like low effort theme page videos, yeah. um, and you'll start to get in tune with the algorithms that way as well. Yeah. Well, anything to plug? Where can people find you? Yeah. Um, so yeah, obviously very TikTok focused. So if you can find us at foryouadvertising.com, um, that's the, our TikTok focused agency. Um, and then the best way to reach me is Twitter, uh, at Ollie, Oliver W Hudson, um, or Ollie Hudson, if you search the name, Ollie with a Y. Um, yeah, those are, those are probably the best two places to reach me. Great. Thanks, man. I really appreciate you coming thank on. You. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for inviting me. It's been, been really good. Fun.